Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Well, Happy New Year again. With us this morning is uh, Steve Cates, otherwise known as Dr. Sky. And, you know, he brightens up our Sunday mornings when we look up in the skies and find out what mysteries are up there. Steve Cates, give us some interesting mysteries of the week. Well, John, we begin with the mysteries of the week. First, we say Happy New Year to everybody, obviously, as we move into the almost first week. But, John, we're going to be talking about the Earth here. And this is fascinating information that I've researched here. And it's amazing to most people. So here we go. We realize, first, the Earth is not a perfect sphere. It's an ellipsoid. Along the equator, it's about 26 miles wider, like a full running marathon, than it is if you went and measured it from the poles. But here's something even more fascinating, I think fascinating. 27 days it takes for human skin to kind of resurface itself and recycle. But the Earth's surface recycles every 500 million years, and it's been doing that for a long time. John, the list continues. The Earth, and where the moon was thought to come from, was a collision with another planetary object, maybe the size of Mars, called Thea, and that happened 30 million years after the Earth formed. But the list goes on. But aren't these things amazing? I mean, things that we don't even really know, the mysteries that we're talking about, and some things that open people's minds. This is great stuff. It is It is great stuff, and I'm sure there's a lot of things we still don't know. Uh, I enjoyed the movie uh, that we saw. What was it, a Chinese movie? The, the one with the moon is ready to come back and collide uh, with the planet oh, yes. Earth. That was an yes, enjoyable movie. It was, even though the sci-fi, the special effects were kind of out of this world. But we hope that, of course, the moon never turns into that kind of a close object. But, John... Well, like, like we said amazing, last week, uh, we yeah. got to worry about it in at least a thousand years. Absolutely. But see, the moon is receding, which is kind of good and kind of bad. But here's a few other amazing Earth facts. Here we go. Parts of Antarctica, which is really just a cold desert, have never seen rain in 14 million years. That's almost incredible to believe. How can we believe that? But it's true. And here's another one. The highest point from the Earth's center is not Mount Everest. It's 29,032 feet high. We say that it's the Mauna Kea volcano, which is in Hawaii. But actually, that's not even accurate. We find a mountain in Ecuador called Mount Chimaborazo, which is some 6,800 feet higher than Everest if you measure it from the center of the Earth. And here's another strange fact. The majority of the Earth's population lives in the northern hemisphere. We probably knew that. But half of the population of the world lives in Asia. That's 60%. And the most big populated city in the world is Tokyo. They suffered a big earthquake in that area, 35.8 million people. But here's another outstanding fact, and we could go on, but this is the last one for now. There's plenty more. John, the Earth's entire population of 8 billion people could fit entirely into the area, the landmass of Los Angeles, if you put 10 people per square meter. Now, that's amazing. That's fitting 8 billion people into the area of Los Angeles. It goes to show you how the things we know on the earth, maybe we take for granted. But now, going back to the, yes. now I, I got a question for you. And you got to yes. put on your memory cap. We spoke okay. many, many, uh, about a year ago about that map that was found by uh, uh, a Turkish uh, a captain or whatever. He had it uh, with Antarctica showing the true 
map of Antarctica that uh, we speculated it could have been from uh, uh, the Library of uh, Alexandria. And that's that's certainly not 14 million years old. No, and that's incredible. So where did that map come from? Exactly. Otherworldly connections, we don't know, but you're so right. If you look at the map and you match what the real map is from satellites, it's pretty much spot on. We have no idea how those people created that map. Another of the most incredible mysteries about the Earth. But John, not to change the subject, but to enlighten people because there's so much going on. Last week, we found out the most powerful solar flare of this whole solar cycle happened on New Year's Eve, an X5. And it sent out an amazing amount of energy. We found out that on the 4th of January, that same sunspot group called Active Region 3536 blew out another flare, a big M4 flare. And what's it doing? It suppresses radio waves in the northern hemisphere of the Earth. Anywhere between 35 megahertz and 10 megahertz gets wiped out for a while. They call it a polar cap absorption. Why am I telling you all this? Because this solar cycle is heating up way stronger than what we thought before. And the ironic thing here, this is always mind-boggling to me. Folks, did you know, and John, that the Earth was closest to the sun on January the 4th? And people may be wondering, why is it so cold? Well, the southern hemisphere obviously gets a much stronger summer as the opposite hemisphere has that season. So many amazing things, don't you think? Well, the question, the question is, our government is pushing us to an all-electric operation yes what what happened if we get the wrong solar flare or one of our enemies uh, that is circling the uh, the uh, the earth uh, uh, in uh, presses the wrong button and knocks out our grid system we're going to yes. be living in the land of the jungle no no well, car right, because an electric yeah. car and no heat because they only want electric heat uh, you can't even charge your iphone because no electricity, we'll be living in the land of the jungle. Well, Tony, you're so right. I'm your brother in common sense. And you know, at one time, myself and my partner had a Tesla. Now, we sold it for different reasons. But the reality is the limitation on the distance it can travel, we all know that. The inability for having all these charging stations, you're going to have to use fossil fuels to generate this or nuclear power. But even more prolific, as you bring up, and people like who believe in common sense have to take a look at this. Obviously, a major solar flare would literally wipe out so much of the Earth's dependable you know, sources of calling it electricity or what have you, that we really need to have what we call the backup power. And I don't usually get political here, but I'm 100% in line with what you say. We need to keep drilling. We need to keep expanding our, our you know, energy independence here in this country not only because it's the right thing to do, common sense, but because look at what other nations in the world could do to us if indeed they wanted to cut off our existing supplies or supplies that we depend on. We need to do simply like you say all the time. We need to be energy independent and drill and find other solutions. There are many other solutions out there to the energy problem. And many people lean on nuclear, which could be done safely. Many people disagree with that. But John, Moving off from the normal conversation that we have, it's so interesting to talk about these things in the year 2024. And wrapping it up, finally, my friend, we talk about the live sky. There's only some 90 days between now and the total solar eclipse. And the listeners across the nation of the Cats Roundtable are going to be in for a good treat. We're going to be talking about this, of course, 
on Talk Radio 77 WABC as much as often as you would want and as much as the people want to hear. But that total eclipse, John, is going to be visible far and wide throughout the state of New York. And it's a rare event. It won't happen for us in that area of New York for another 375 years. Amazing. Steve Cates, Happy New Year. Thank you so much for uh, uh, filling us in. And we'll catch up with you again real soon.